0: Stock lines open now at 247-2000. Hello, 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 and welcome to the First City Forum, brought to you by Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. I'm your host, the one and only Joe Williams, and it is Mystery Friday, ladies and gentlemen, which means we have on the line my friend Steve Carmen. How's it going, Steve? Joe, it's going great. Thank you. S- Steve, it's always such a pleasure to talk to you, but first, happy, uh, how was your Thanksgiving and happy Black Friday?
1: Joe is great. Spent time with the family. I'm not much of a shopper. I do leave that to my wife, but if everyone else has fun shopping, I'm happy for them.
0: I've always been more of a Cyber Monday guy myself. That's when you go (laughs) online, get all those online deals. It's very, very good. Um, My Thanksgiving was pretty interesting. I was at a Friendsgiving party last night, and let's just say I'm still feeling a little bit of the holiday spirit. (laughs) All right. So for those just tuning in with us, Steve Carmen is a private investigator based out of Indianapolis. Uh, though his decades-long career in private investigating has taken him all over the world, he's done private security for Kid Rock, Little Wayne. He's the president of the uh, of the uh, uh, Homeland Security Foundation of America, and Steve calls in every Friday and he gives us three stories from his career and he ends with a safety tip. Steve, what do you have for us this week?
1: Joe, I'm going to give you this first story because it's a funny one. My wife asked me if I've told that to your listeners. I don't believe I have. It's a little embarrassing, but (laughs) I'll go ahead and roll it out to everyone. So the question is, what does a serial bomber? Former uh, Vice President Dan Quayle and my wife yelling at me all have in common, Joe. It all involves the same case. I'll break this down for you. Your listeners will love it. There's a very famous bomber in the Midwest at a Speedway, Indiana, called Brett Kimberlin. Happened in the 70s, 80s. He lit off all types of bombs, killed people, maimed people. Joe, he was a nut. He was out of control. He was convicted. I'm not telling secrets here. The facts are all out there. uh, Joe, I knew Brett Kimberlin before he was busted for these bombings. Um, I'm no dancer, I'm no socialite, Joe, but they had in Speedway, there was a under 21 dance club. And uh, Brett, Kimber- Brett was a part owner of that. I met him through a friend. He was 26, 27. I was 16, 17, uh, Joe. So, you know, clearly I couldn't read people like I could today, but I knew that when this guy's hanging out with, uh, you know, younger people. Something's up with this guy, right? It just always had just we, were, we were like weird feelings about him. So he shows up, we start getting into, into the same the same circle, and um, so uh, we start meeting people. And I get to know him. You know, we don't become like real big friends, but definitely we're showing up. He's getting into the clubs, Joe. I have no idea he's a bomber, right? Oh. Never mentions explosive. Never mentions violence. Nothing's odd, nothing's weird. So we're into the show about a year and a half of this friendship again. We're not best friends. I hear he hey he's under federal investigation. I'm thinking like a drug dealer, right, Joe? Dealing to the kids. No, Joe, he's in there for bombings, terroristic acts. He's then, uh, of course, convicted. This thing blows up. I couldn't believe I even knew the guy, Joe. It's almost sort of embarrassing, really. So this thing goes on, right? Goes on a little bit. Brett's convicted, comes out later and says, hey, I sold pot to Dan Quayle, and I was his dealer. And Joe, whether that's true or not, I couldn't swear to that or not, but that was his allegation. He he started giving details, maybe, maybe, maybe not again. So all this goes down to 20 years later, right? I've been married to my wife for a long time. I don't think that much about it anymore just because I've known about it forever, right? We're at a big former dinner party, Joe. All her friends are there. It's a Christmas time a couple years back. But sort of putting on their best game face. So somebody brings up a bomber, right? Speedway bomber. Sort of weird. It comes out of nowhere. I, without thinking, Joe, my filter wasn't on. I was relaxed. I said, oh, I was friends with Brett. Joe, <laughs> the party stops, the silverware falls, like sort of out of a movie, right? You would have thought I hey, just shot Abraham Lincoln. The looks on those faces. Oh my goodness. Now, Joe, I'm sort of trapped, right? I sort of have to explain myself, right? So I start explaining, go through the whole thing. The looks on you, Joe, on those people's faces were amazing. Of course, after the dinner party on the way home, the look on my wife's face was amazing asking me in 20 years of marriage, did I not have time to bring up the fact that I was one-time friends with this serial bomber? Joe, it was a great question. And of course, I made it worse. I'm a guy sticking my foot in my mouth. Hey, honey, I never thought about it. You don't think the fact that you couldn't mix that in somewhere in 20 years wouldn't have been a good idea? Joe probably would have been, but she was obviously less than pleased with
0: my conversation choice. It's a true story, and that's exactly how it happened. You should write a book titled My Friend, the, the, the Terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that might be fun. All right, for, so uh, for those just tuning in with us, we are on the line with Steve Carmen. Steve Carmen uh, calls in every Friday for Mystery Friday with Steve Carmen, and he gives us three stories from his career as a private investigator, and he ends with a safety tip. Now we just heard the story about his friend, the bomber. Steve, what else do you have for us this week? Joe,
1: the second one is, is definitely uh, colorful. I think your listeners will get a good chuckle. I went to him and asked, Hey, you do surveillance. Did those ever go wrong? Holy smokes, Joe. Yes, they do. My most colorful one was at a hotel in Chicago, sort of a skyscraper hotel. Did not expect this, Joe. Came out of left field. I re- remember clearly I'm on the sixth floor, right? You know, there's all these rooms. You can walk around these hallways. Very nice hotel, Joe, but, you know, people do get drunk. You sort of get high. They party, do stuff in the halls, probably like they do at all hotels, right? So I have a surveillance on a guy that's leaving at 2.30 a.m. to go catch a flight, and I'm going to follow him on the same plane, right? So I don't want to miss anything. I'm waiting. Well, where do you wait, Joe? There's all these exits in this building. I go up to the 6th floor, I take the only lobby chair in the middle, right? Take a magazine and a throwaway suitcase. That is my prop. Joe, I got to tell you, stunned. To your listeners I was stunned. I'm sitting there, you, know, you hear partying stuff going on. Right at the stairwell, maybe 20 feet, I don't know, 30 feet away, the door opens, Joe out at the stairwell walks a completely naked woman. What? <laughs> walks into the hotel room across the hall, and I'm just, I am stunned, right? You know, I'd, I like to think I'm prepared, but I don't know what I was prepared for on that. So I'm thinking, well, she's drunk, she got up, walked around, how weird. You know, I'll tell my friends later, we'll sort of get a laugh, right? Joe, so she walks into the room, I hear a guy talking, now I hear start to hear fighting in an argument. Whoa. I'm like, uh oh, that's gonna maybe end up with her getting hurt. I'll just sort of keep my my ear open. Joe never had time to keep my ear open so he hear something about a boyfriend, blah blah blah. So what well, what happens in Joe? He comes out of the room, sees me, the only guy there in the only lobby chair, and here he comes like a bull in the china shop, Joe. Oh. Of course, he looks like he's half drunk, half messed up. I don't know what his deal is. Obviously, he's coming to fight or whatever the scoop is. Well, I'm in surveillance. I don't even want you to know I'm there. I sure don't want to fight you. I don't even know who this guy is. Mm -hmm. So I take off, right? And I'm not really sprinting because he's messed up. But, yeah, I'm moving at a high pace, right? He's trying to chase me, Joe. Who's chasing him? That would be (laughs) the naked lady again. So we are running around these hallways. I don't even know why I'm running Tom. I didn't do anything. This causes Joe a chaotic mess. Security's called. They come up. What does drunk guy do? Punches this security guard. Oh, my. Oh, Joe. Now, here come the cops, right? Now they wonder who everyone is, all the ID. Now I'm tied up in something. I don't even want to be tied up in. Joe, during all this chaos, i answer your listener's question. My guy got right at the door and slipped away.
0: Ah, uh, there so, yeah, we go. So I'm
1: thinking, what a total loser. I mean, he couldn't have gone worse, except for the fact that Joe, guess what? Had paid off the, the front desk to let me know when and where he was going. They let me know he got delayed by one day. Uh. So all this mess, I missed my guy that night. Came back the next night, drunk, I was still in jail, naked lady had checked out, I caught my guy the next night and the case was solved.
0: Well, there we go. That was almost like a scene from Home Alone. That was intense. Naked, <laughs> naked people and drunk people were running around in circles. So, so for those just tuning in with us, welcome to Mystery Friday with Steve Carmen. We're on the line with Steve Carmen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Steve Carmen is a is a private investigator based out of Indianapolis. Uh, though his thirty plus years in private investigating has taken him all over the world. And Steve calls in every Friday with three stories from his career. We've heard about his friend, his friend the terrorist. We've heard about naked ladies chasing him around in a hotel room. Uh, what do you have for us next, Steve?
1: Joe, my third story is this, and you know this is a real fitting story after Thanksgiving, a little bit different twist. Several weeks in a row I've told your listeners it takes no strength, no real courage to pick up a phone and call 911 anonymously. This week in a major city here in the Midwest, There was a woman that was attacked in a parking garage on a high floor. No one was around. The assailant got her into a chokehold. Joe, he was taking her to assault her, rape her, maybe kill her. Somebody who I later found out because I'm friends with one of the detectives on the case was somebody that was older and frail, not, not a fighter, Saw a woman in a show called Joe, and we would all think that's weird, right? I know your listeners would. What did that old, frail person do? They just picked up their phone and called 911, something I've seen over and over in my career. The police come flying up, Joe, thank God, right there before Thanksgiving, they catch the guy right before he commits the act. He's probably going to jail for I don't know how many years upon years and years. The, the, that lady was saved, and that bravery of one phone call, what it begged your listeners to do, actually saved that Not only that woman's life, but maybe her psyche, how she saw herself forever, and really did, did a great thing. So on this really Thanksgiving holiday, I just want to tell your
0: listeners that's huge, and encourage them always to do the same. Wow, that's powerful. Now, would you say that is your safety tip for the week, Steve?
1: It is, Joe. Have have your phone handy, have her ready, and don't ever be afraid to call 911. Look, the worst case you are is wrong. Everyone checks out to be safe, and they, they, they always walk away. They always have the courage to call.
0: Wow! Well, thank you so much for calling in, Steve. For those just tuning in with us, we are on the line with Steve Carmen. Steve Carmen is a private investigator based out of Indianapolis. Though his thirty-plus years in private investigating has taken him all over the world, including in the service of our nation's secret service. Uh, and Steve calls in every Friday, gives us three stories from his career and a safety tip. We heard stories about uh, his his terrorist friend. We heard about naked ladies, and we heard about a chokehold. Uh, uh, stopped in its tracks. Uh, And, and, uh, and yeah, there we go. <laughs> thank you, Steve. <laughs> for, thank you, Steve, for calling in. I look forward to our calls every week. And I look forward, and thank you thank all you. for tuning in to the First City Forum brought to you by Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. I hope you guys get some good Black Friday deals out there. Goodbye.